The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. There hasn't been any great advances in prison rape or space travel. The father of the barn and the holy toast. Hello and welcome to Fofop, I'm Will Anderson and uh, guest Charlie Clawson number one, Dave Anthony is here and guest Charlie Clawson, Ian Bag, returning guest Charlie Clawson. I'm hey. back and I'm He's back. Yay. There's three of us now, mm-hmm. so it should be at least 50% more funny, right? Yeah, one third funny. One third funny. 33%. Oh, 33. Now look. Do you just do it from a different West Hollywood hotel every time? Is that the deal? Yes, I'm doing a, <laughs> I'm doing a tour of West Hollywood hotels. You looked at me for a second, like your eyes were like, I've been found out. Right. <laughs> you had like. A... <laughs> My wife was like, "What's going on in West Hollywood that you're going to another?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I keep going for a podcast yeah, yeah. to <laughs> West Hollywood Hotel. She's Me that, and some uh, gentlemen will be podcasting <laughs> in a room. Because she said, are you going to the Standard again? And I was like, no, I'm going to the London. She goes, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got to say, because um, when Dave, Dave comes here to do it, um, sometimes we will go and grab uh, lunch on the roof. Nice. And... Uh, uh, and then it does feel like we're dating. Yeah, it does. And then we have yeah. to date. Yeah. And then we go for a swim together. Yeah. <laughs> because all the other men look. Yesterday. They seem um, to be leaving separately. Yesterday I was up on the roof uh, writing postcards okay. uh, because I like to send my nana and my nieces and nephews postcards from uh, my trip. I'm guessing they live in, the, in a field or something and there's no internet. Right. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Uh, I used to send them smoke signals and messages in bottles but now now a guy on a motorbike shows up with cards (laughs) (laughs) there is something about the postcard industry now that I've started buying postcards that I've realised that I don't know if they're moving in the way that they once did your postcard because you cannot like all I want is two postcards. Uh, you fucking can't buy two postcards. You can get four for a dollar. Oh, really? Like four for take two more. You can't just grab one anymore. Sixty for eight bucks. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. It's good. It's a yeah. good deal. I'm, 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 I make fun of you, but I do postcards when I'm out of the country as well. Right. It's nice. Right. And, and it's nice, and it's it's. Conf- if you just try to get two or three, they're less like, why would you just get that many? Please take all their yeah. postcards. We've got to get rid of this lady in this 1980s bathing suit. Welcome to Manly. <laughs> I must admit that a lot of places that I go to don't really... Because if, if, if you buy postcards in Australia, it is pretty much just women with their 
breasts out in like sand or something. Yeah, go, just, hey, yeah. the Gold yeah. Coast or but, or a koala. But the picture was taken in like '82. Right, like you can tell. You can tell by how high the bathing yeah, the, suit goes you know, up. There, there's not a lot of photographers who are like, yeah, I'm getting into postcards. Right, <laughs> like those years are sort of over. But the, I, you have know, you met my new girlfriend? She's a postcard model. <laughs> Do you do what I do? Do you just steal them from hotels and events, like the hotel, the postcards? So they'll they'll get a uh, a Snapple postcard. Oh, really? Oh, like, yeah. yeah, you just do that because there's stuff on the back. They're advertising their product, and I'm using it for I free. I used to do that when I was on when I did that really long college tour. I used to just go and grab those those postcards and yeah. send them to people. Yeah. The postcard basically says to me, "I care, but not enough to write more than two sentences to." Right. Yeah. Like do, it's. Do you put hidden in hidden messages to mailmen in it? I used to do that. You do that. What do you mean? Like, well, the people are going to read it. It's going yeah. through the mail, so you know, other people are going to read it. So you put hidden messages in there. Oh my god! I didn't even think that other you people never read that. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Other people read it. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. They're going to think I'm an idiot because when I write to my nephews and nieces, I write as if, like, I'm talking to a five-year-old. That's They're just going to think I'm terrible at writing. What if they think your nieces are like fifty and they're retarded? Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it could be. Uh, <laughs> well, at least he sends him a postcard. Well, this guy's got beautiful handwriting. So I was up on the uh, roof writing my postcards yeah. before I leave. And uh, I uh, there was this... Have you read that um, a Malcolm Gladwell book, Blink? Nope. Are you familiar with this book? I read some of it. Yeah, it's I'm not through it. The idea of like that sometimes your first instinct... like you, The human brain is developed in a way that a lot of the time you can sum up that something's wrong or that something's off or that right. something's going to go down and then we end up like you know through evidence going away from the thing that was right which was our first instinct we ignore it so I'm up on the roof I'm writing my postcards I've got like headphones on and there's a group of women like you know attractive enough women at the next table like seven of them obviously on some sort of girls weekend away that sort of thing and but there's something like immediately I just have that moment where I'm like I don't know what it is, but there's just something a bit weird about that. Anyway, I go back to my postcards and whatever. End of Ramadan. And then... (laughs) One of them stands up. And she's a seven foot tall woman. Uh, Seven foot tall woman wearing, uh, like I would say, another foot wedges. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. I mean, go higher. So, do you know what that means? It's raining, man. Yeah, that's not a woman. Hallelujah. (laughs) It's not a woman. Uh, Because a a really tall woman doesn't wear taller shoes. No, no, no. She's embarrassed about being tall. Right. Yeah. She's hunched over a little bit. Yeah. And then I realized it was like a a table of like transsexual ladies. And, but they were genuinely like, at first glance, you were like, you couldn't tell at first glance. No, I wouldn't have, like on closer inspection, sure. But like. Yeah, and I did do some closer inspection. I said, "I'm, I'm sorry." Sure after, that after that, you're like, My "Sorry, God. I gotta get in here." Right. Pardon me. That young lady wearing the Hooters outfit is very different. <laughs> That's that. Have you been down here for uh, Halloween? This area. Oh yes, I have. That's. The, that's the home of the seven foot Hooters girl and also the seven foot uh, Pan Am stewardess. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they dress up as. It's, it's, I'm like, what plane are you serving on? <laughs> dragging your face on the roof the whole time. It's, you're way too tall, you stewardess. Uh, what's been going on with you, Ian Bag? What's. Uh, I've been traveling a little bit. Uh, I, I did a presentation for uh, A&E, so that was fun. I spent... Uh, what, do you, I, what does that mean? I spent uh, 
Well, you know how the industry is now. They don't really give you full money for a pilot. They yeah, it's only like give a, you. They it's only like a half pilot. They give you a half pilot money. You're gonna. We don't want you. To, we don't. It's. We don't want to pay for pilot. We want to pay for a presentation. Mm -hmm. Right. It's also. It's, what does that it's, mean? It's, what it means you're doing a pilot, but <laughs> for less money. For less money, and it skirts like union rules. Right. It's, it's like, oh yeah, you don't have to use union people. It's a presentation. You're presenting a pilot. Right. <laughs> I've done a lot of presentations, which means I've gotten very little money to do pilots. Right. Which is, I don't, I'm cool with it. My favorite one that I ever did was uh, was me and an ex-CIA guy, and we were going to go to places that you should never travel. It was called Places You Should Never Travel. Wow. And we didn't even leave L.A. We just went. <laughs> I was, we, we, the, we filmed the pilot in, in South Central. Right. And I got to spend the day with gang members and an ex-CIA guy that was out of his tree. Like, out of his tree. Drew me a map on how to get out of South Central. And I'm like, I live here, you idiot. <laughs> I know that you go north or west. Right. I know that, I know that. Also, I have a GPS. Yeah, 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 exactly. I'll be home at my house in an hour oh, and a half. I will call somebody and they will pick me up. Right. Yeah, yeah, because if their shooting begins, this is the way you run and you don't keep, you don't stop running until you get to a cop. And I'm like, not in this place. No, I've seen, no, tra yeah. seen training day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's no way now. The cops are as bad yeah. here. They're just a different gang. Yeah. And honestly, it is one of the most interesting places. Like once it starts to get dark and you're white, people are like, "You've got to get out of this neighborhood." Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. They stop and tell you it's time for you to go. It's really interesting. Is that in like in, in LA? LA. Oh, like yeah. In, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, in in South Central, in uh, in Compton, basically. And uh, it was weird. It was just like a movie, and it was terrifying. And I've never. I sweat the whole time we were there, and they said stupid things to me. The people that I was working with were saying stuff like, hey, don't let them see your hidden microphone. And I'm like, what? As I'm getting out of the car, I'm like, what? But then I also have a handheld microphone. I'm like, well, why would this one not worry them, but this one worry? I'm like, and so I'm thinking about that, and then I'm trying to explain to gang members that I've been on Comedy Central, you know what I mean, <laughs> so I don't get stabbed. And then, and then one guy comes up to me and goes, man, we never see white guys down here unless they want to get their woman fucked by a big black cock. And I'm like, what's going on now? And that's just, a, yeah, that's, just a, that's a universal truth down there. Yeah. yeah. That so. is also another show that you could pitch. Them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, I reckon you get full Showtime. pilot money. Yeah, for, yeah. Oh, you get full yeah, money for that. Would, it wouldn't just be presentation. Yeah, they're, they're like, he didn't say it that politely, by the way. I just didn't feel like saying the words that he used. Oh. I don't know if there's still there but like training day I think was probably based on like there are like little cul-de-sacs that the cops don't go yeah really yeah they're just controlled by gangs and you you, you just don't go in in there. the heart of LA yeah like I mean I know that you hear that sort of stuff but mostly what I've learned about that area is through rap lyrics so right I may not I mean those are the historical documents <laughs> that's, that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly how they want them remembered <laughs> I must admit when I was walking around DC the other day I was I've been listening to the new Jay-Z album and there's uh, this uh, Rick Ross like track and I really I just you know when you're in your own head and you just kind of like sing it along or whatever and I was like Oh, you know what? I should be singing the radio edit version of this. Oh, yeah. Because I cannot be singing no. the N-word yeah. yeah. ever. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I don't like to anyway. It's like, much but... more nice when you sing it. Right. I've never... Uh, I don't like to say it. <laughs> they know there's not hate behind it if you sing it. Right. I'm yeah. like Rick Ross. I'm like Rick Ross. <laughs> yeah, like that guy that was at the Kenny Chesney concert. If he had been singing that in a song, right. he would still It'd be, be totally playing football. Yeah. yeah. So. Wow. I, I didn't even... So, 
Would you drive through that part of town? No. Or do you just not even drive through that no, part I, of town? No, I've never driven through there. No. It's, um, I've driven I've driven down yeah, I mean kind of. There, there's a main there's main streets you can go down. You just don't want to turn off because you don't know where you're gonna that's end the, up. That's there, the, that's the thing. You go from nice to horrible within seconds. I mean, there's the classic thing of the avenues. So the avenues are a gang, and they're an East LA gang, so they're Hispanic. And one time there was a family. Um, I think it was four, two kids, two parents, and they turned down the wrong street. And all of a sudden, they look behind them, and dumpsters and shit pull in behind them, and then they just car just starts getting lit up. They just turned down the wrong street. Fuck. You serious? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's why you should always have a hotel in West Hollywood. Oh, my God. <laughs> because what's the worst that can happen here? The girls beside you are much taller. Yeah. <laughs> that's the worst. So. And they're not shooting yet. Which is the other show that I'm going to do with another man called <laughs> Places You Want to Travel. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. You'd be good to pitch like a bucket list show, like you know those mm-hmm. things to do before you die shows right. that they always have. But instead of them being like you know those traditional things to do before you die, it's just people like oh, I've always wanted to have sex with a transsexual, yeah. <laughs> like, or whatever. Like, but both ways, right? <laughs> yeah, both ways, always. Uh, uh, did the, can I ask a question? No, please. The girls, the girl, the older girls that were having their weekend away. Did, uh-huh. they, did they seem like they're having way more fun than normal women would have? Um, I thought they were having about the same amount of fun. Okay, I'm just curious if it would have been. I thought it, in my head it would have been way more fun, a little bit louder. Uh, no, maybe I, a little deeper too. I mean, it was all it was all girls' weekend away, you uh-huh. know. So. They're getting anytime, away from it all. Anytime you see girls weekend away, you think Mm-mm. the girls are having fun. You yeah, know? It's not, it's, yeah, it's crazy, but you're like, oh, right. they're having fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was, I mean, that was, you know. But it wasn't, even, it wasn't even girls weekend away. It was just guys weekend away as girls. Right. Which, you know. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that actually Good sounds time. more like a Wayans movie than uh, anything else. Yeah. But, so how do you guys they know each other? They were tiny. One of them was a baby once. Uh, and then they were white. They do nothing that is themselves. But as yeah, yeah that's okay. They play everybody else, but apparently they 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 seem to be they seem to be like they came from a family of one because they need other people to play with. Yeah. But they have a big family, which is yeah. weird. I guess they don't know who they are. The family's so big they don't know who they are. Yeah. Um, the Wayans, there's a lot of them, isn't there? There is a oh, lot of yeah. them in the show business. Yep. They are show business. They are. <laughs> they are the original Tyler Perry. Keenan Ivory, <laughs> da- Damon, Marlon. Keep going. David, Stephen, John, Jingleheimer. <laughs> Sleepy. Uh, how do you guys know each other? Because you guys know each other, right? From New York. We uh, we used to be buddies back in New York. And then I, it all went hell. I don't know. I just I left before you by about six months. Did you leave before me? Yeah. yeah. And then, I was already planning on leaving. And I had kind of... I yeah, you were going to go at the same time as me. Yeah. We were all going to go at the same time. I was saving up money, so I'd stopped doing stand-up and was just catering to make tons of money to get out of there. Yeah. You were working You were working jobs that also he was working at the World Trade Center. I remember you taking... Yeah. He, I was, was, he was doing part-time jobs. Yeah, there. I was working at the World Trade Center. And, and then when the planes hit, I'd just been fired and moved on. Really? Yeah, and then I was, came out here. So 
That's a pretty and the guys, great story. The guys at work. That's a story that really rewards your incompetence. How did you get fired? What did you get fired for? How did I get, well, my attitude. How it was, was you, always my attitude. How was your life? I, I kind of remember, remember a little bit about. I remember you. You were you were you're temping, and you're just bouncing from temp job to temp job. Yeah, but then I remember you saying, "See you suckers later." Oh, that's right. What's this? I th- okay. okay. So so what had happened was there had already been an attack on the World Trade Center. Ninety one, ninety two. Where it basically was just like smoke came out of the 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 uh, underground parking garage. Right. So I used to sit, and I was uh, this is before the restaurant job, which I worked across the street from the World Trade Center. So I used to I used to sit and just do data entry for um, Morgan Stanley, and the guys it was like a very casual little office, and the guys were very cool, and we used to just laugh all the time, and somehow the bombings you know would come up. And I would always be like, you guys are going to get fucked at some point. And when I left, I the last thing I said, I can't remember exactly what I the last thing I said, but it was like, see you suckers. Yeah. You're going to get wouldn't blown up. Work. Wouldn't want to work here or something. Yeah. And that was like Good the last you. last thing I said as I walked out the door. Right. I worked there for like six or eight months. That kind of sounds like you were in on the plot. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, if I was retracing the evidence, it sounds like you knew shit was going down. If like- someone found that email, like if the government are looking through your emails and they're like, see you suckers, you're going to get blown up soon. Hey, the, Love Dave. The best, the best angry fired guy ever. Right? Just plans a whole, gets a whole religion behind it. Right. I can't believe I got fucking fired. <laughs> <laughs> And gets a, it tells a religion that America's against them. <laughs> it all comes back to you hiding your temp job. <laughs> that would be what? What? What's the job? What's What's the uh, Mike Judge movie where he makes where they're Office Space? That's Office Space Two. Yeah. <laughs> Office Space Two. Nine Eleven. That's. <laughs> Oh man, I'm sure those guys made out because there was on a lower sure, floor. I was sure. on a lower floor. Those I love guys that. Were, I don't have a chance, but I'm sure they all made it out. Um, I know. I, I met a guy who uh, he was a guy I catered with. He was coming. He he worked at the Windows of the World, which was the the restaurant oh. on the top where no one made it out. Uh huh. And he was he was late to work because they once a month they would have breakfast and it just happened to be on that day. Right. And he was coming out of the subway and saw the plane hit the building. And so he was alive because he was late to work. So I always tell people, always be late to work. Always be late to work. And, I, fuck. And, like, and you think if you're the rest of the crew and you're up there and you see the plane hit, you're like, he's always showing up late. <laughs> and he's taking a plane. Like... <laughs> 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 Not that uh, there's much funny about 9-11, but I do remember... Uh, I don't know. The, the new sitcom that's coming out looks great. <laughs> Is there a new sitcom? Yeah. What's it called? It's just a half hour. It's just about the people in the building. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. <laughs> what uh, channel? Uh, it's on the Al Jazeera. It's an Al Jazeera sitcom. It's going to be really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Here, Here Come the Plane. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, my God. Sandra Sully, who's an Australian newsreader. I mean, and admittedly, on the night, 
like I, obviously everyone was reacting to no one really knew what was going on at the time which is weird because you guys are ahead of the world by the rest of the day oh yeah, yeah you I mean, should have had that news we actually did know about it a few hours before you guys <laughs> <laughs> so should we tell yeah, them I, I, I knew that joke over I go, you guys could have warned us yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we would have two towers if Australia just made one phone call <laughs> Come on, New Zealand have got three hours on us. You're going to blame the Kiwis. I always blame them. Um, So Sandra Sully was uh, reading the news, uh, you know, trying to report on it. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was just one of those great moments where the words get all muddled up. And uh, she said, uh, a plane has uh, flown into the Twin Towers, not its intended destination. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, really? That wasn't... Uh, Oh, right. Let's see, okay. my plane gets in at uh, 8.57 to World Trade Center 2. Oh, that's weird. I thought I was flying into Newark. <laughs> my plane gets into floor 17. <laughs> that's my, it was, that was that whole thing, though. You did that, and, and we go back to the whole thing, but that's where I got my, because I came down from Canada, so I had to go to the World Trade Center. There, that's where the immigration office was that I went yeah. to. Yeah. Oh, right. So yeah. that's where I guess my paperwork is, and maybe why I disappeared for a while oh, or something. I have no idea. But that's why I went and got my social security card. That's number. very, wow. uh, very weird to, because you know, just I, I'd walk through there every day, you know, to go to work at, at both those places. Just you take the subway, you get out, you walk to the World Trade Center. I, I, I yeah. got, I got freaked out when I was in DC because. The, the the airport, well, one of the airports in town must be mm-hmm. really close to town. Oh, it is town. Oh yeah, yeah. One Ronald of the Reagan, right? Yeah, Ronald, Ronald Reagan. Reagan. Guy, so yeah. the planes. If you look at any of the monuments and stuff, you get. And in fact, I took a couple of photos, which I'll put on the Facebook page. But it, you get that illusion that right. the plane is going to crash into the Washington Monument oh, because they're really? taking. And it just like every time you're like, is this about to? <laughs> like, is this about to happen again? Like, I really was. I was like, that's awesome. I know it's behind it. <laughs> and once again, you're like, do I tell them about the transvestites? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I had a great uh, illusion, visual illusion. Uh, yesterday, I was standing waiting for some friends before I did a show, and there was mm. all these Asian people taking photos of their friend. But we, I was standing here, and they were behind me taking like I'm saying like maybe 15, 20 just cameras. And they thought it was me having pictures taken of me. They're like, what did he do last week? (laughs) (laughs) These people are excited about seeing him. (laughs) I had one of those actually happen. I was on holidays in Japan and I'd been backpacking. And like, I'm like, uh, maybe 24 or something. Been doing comedy a couple of years, maybe done a couple of TV things, but nothing, nothing major. Um, I've got to We know this because you're backpacking. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not staying in yeah. fancy hotels in West Hollywood. This would have been done at a youth hostel. So I've got um, I've got a beard from my trip. I've still got long hair at the time. And I've come back into Australia on an Air Japan flight. And uh, they, I had a whole row, like an economy, like there was no one sitting next to me. Um, so I, like I'd been drinking like red wine out of those tiny bottles and trying to slip. I looked terrible. And I'd been, you know... Look terrible. So I've stumbled up in front of all these, like, you know, Japanese people who've got off the plane to go to Australia and stumbled into the one customs agent in Australia who at that stage would have recognized me from anything. Like, this dude was a fan of, like, some TV show that I'd been on. So suddenly starts getting really excited. And the thing is that the Japanese people don't really know what he's getting excited about. They just look at me like, 
oh, some drug dealer's getting, yeah. like, taken down or whatever. And so suddenly in the customs hall, all the cameras come out <laughs> and people just start fucking taking photos of this happening. Like, it was... It was... I was like, <laughs> Just came back from Japan. And yeah. Nice. Yeah, famous there. now. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, massive in Japan. That's awesome. Have you ever been fired uh, from a job? Like yeah. uh, like a real no, no, like uh, a real, real job. job. Did you ever have a real job? Did oh, you yeah, have a real yeah, job? I had a couple of different real jobs. I worked as an uh, explosives when I was, which is weird that we talk what? about. What? Uh, I was working in a gold mine when I was like twenty. Canadian and West Coast of Canada. I was gonna They're send them down the mines. Yeah. I was I was an explosive. I was gonna become an explosive engineer. That's what I was off to school to become. Right. And I walked into a comedy club because I was like, speaking a bucket list, I got to try this and see if it. And it just steamrolled. I never went back to school. Right. Yeah. But could you blow shit up if you needed to? If or I need to. Did no, you get? Yeah, yeah. I actually get mad when I see these people. 9/11 was a hoax and stuff like that. I'm like, you haven't been around explosives. Trust me. People would have known if they had been that much. That, the, it's so. It's just so miraculously stupid. Yeah. It's yeah. Like the, the, the the you can't. I, you can't. You can't. The, oh, the government yeah. was just stealing gold. That's right. What they're like doing. the like, government. The government is super inefficient unless it's blowing up a building and then right. it's super efficient. Right. That's my favorite thing about any conspiracy theory. It's like the the global warming conspiracy thing. It's like you know. It's like the governments of the world can't fucking organize the shit that they're trying to organize. Right. How do you suddenly think that they can keep these yeah. conspiracies right. secret from everybody? Yeah. Pull this shit off. They can't. And WikiLeaks and uh, what's his face over in Russia wouldn't have had that on the top of their list. Right. Right. Like, yeah, that would have been yeah. the first thing that they showed. Yeah. yeah, here it is, right here. No, instead. Oh, what? I know where they keep things. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, you know, it's a great show. Speaking of conspiracy theories and stuff like that, is uh, Joe Rogan's got that new show on Sci-Fi. Uh, it's just Joe Rogan asks questions. I think that's what it's called. Oh, really? And I, just as as a comedian, I would think, and knowing guys and knowing his podcast, you think there would be an agenda behind him asking questions, right? But he just asks questions, and right. he lets people answer the questions, no matter how smart they are, how stupid they are. It's one of the best shows I've ever seen. It's just like the way you think CNN and Fox and all sorts of news programs are supposed to be, like an unbiased, non-editorial thing. It's really great show. Really? So, yeah. Um, the speaking of uh, uh, non or biased or non biased, the, the Australian election's been called. Finally. And uh, the Daily Telegraph, which is uh, Sydney's uh, biggest selling newspaper. Don't lie, I know what it is. It's actually a telegraph. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you guys get it one a day. <laughs> we get a telegraph a day. Hence the postcard right. thing. <laughs> Somebody round it back. Stop. <laughs> 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 Which is the reason that we couldn't warn the Americans because right. no one had read the Telegraph that day. No one had picked up the Telegraph. Right. <laughs> uh, so Kevin, they that, their front page. It's a Rupert Murdoch paper, and their right. front page was just like time to vote this bum out. Like it was. Fuck yeah! All that independent journalism has just yeah. It's just it's. I re- I but I read something that that was like. Hey, guess what? There has never been independent journal. Like it, it's like it's a myth. What do you mean? It's ever actually existed that 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 like it's rare that there there is, was ever in our history independent journalism. It's always been biased. Well, I guess it's always, always. been a business. So like, yeah. As and, the business gets bigger, though, the bias becomes more. Is yeah, what it is, yes. right? Well, I think that someone named Rupert Murdoch changed the model. 
Right. It just became Was it extreme. Rupert Murdoch or was it Ted Turner when we, we, we brought 24-hour news into the picture? Well, 24-hour news was a problem, but but the, the real issue was the the trying there was the second news channel and then trying to differentiate them and the only way to do that was to make, make it up teams. and they make it up well now but now you you have people society can't make their own choice so we make our own choice on who we like on TV so if I like Geraldo as a person more than I like uh, I don't know whoever uh, Wolf Blitzer then I go to Geraldo that, like yeah. that's it, it that's it's not so much letting me make my own decision. But isn't the weird thing about it that we that they present it as news? Like, it's not oh. like it's presented as if it's biased. It should be presented as, as Inside Edition. Right. Yes, yeah, that's, which that's, is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. But, you know, as soon as they started, as soon as news got involved with ratings, that was never going to end well. Right. Right. They shouldn't... If you really wanted unbiased news, you would say, okay, you guys can't look at your ratings and you just have to sell your ads based on whatever's happening. Maybe they shouldn't be able to put ads in news. Yeah, but like maybe they could have just we made don't a decision. Need, we don't need 24-hour news. Right. There's nothing happening that we need 24-hour news. Well, the, the, the thing is, there's plenty of things happening, but those things aren't getting reported. Right. They're right. just right. updating the it's same just one, one story right. over and over and yeah. over again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that like is... It, yeah. They're not going to spend any time on talking about the education problems in America, but if... A, right. If a football player uses the N word, they're going to flip the fuck out for uh, three days. Right. And ESPN's like, hey, we're trying to cover that story. <laughs> <laughs> here's all you need to. Co- here's all you need to say about it. Uh, a guy said that he's never going to play football again. Yeah. yeah, that's the story. Watch right. a steroid guy. Watch a steroid guy go skinny. <laughs> Uh, what about the the drugs in the major league league baseball? Is that just a thing that happens? Oh, I don't. All the time? I'm a How huge baseball fan. I could give a flying fuck I mean, about them I, taking drugs. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I, like, the, num- number one, most of them are doing it. It's just the ones who get caught that everyone flips out on, and they act like it's something new. In the '70s, they were all doing speed, which enhances your ability to see and hit a ball. It's been going on forever. They've all been using different drugs forever. They've all been using enhanced shit. So they act like, "Oh my God, steroids!" And I'm like, it's like, well, Hank Aaron was hitting home runs until he was super old because he was on speed. Right. Like it's all like it's just all. I bullshit. feel like um, they should. Everyone in the team should have to take a different drug. Oh no, that would be fantastic. That would be that would make it entertaining to me, right? Do, Especially do you, if one gets Valium. Right. <laughs> I just like the idea. Of, just like the idea of the first base guy on acid. The, like, the best oh, wait, player wait. gets Valium. One guy. One guy's like, uh, "Fuck! I got antibiotics." <laughs> fucking seriously. Enjoy the flu. <laughs> uh, we did have a baseball player take acid. Right. Once, Doc Ellis. What? And he pitched a no hitter on acid. What do you mean? Is it the seventies playing for the Pirates? Was he throwing it really fast because he thought it was he, a snake? Or no, something? he said he, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes he said the 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 mitt, the catcher's mitt, was as big as a house, and another time it would be just a little pea. And sometimes he couldn't even see the batter there, and sometimes he could. Like he was just up there hallucinating like crazy. And he was in the dugout, and he said that uh, there was a rookie because you're not supposed to talk to a guy when he's throwing a no hitter. But uh-huh. there was a rookie kept going, "You're throwing a no no, you're throwing a no no," and he had no idea what the guy was talking about. <laughs> He threw a new hitter, and he was on acid the whole time. Oh. He was he no just idea a- what was happening. Was he just on acid for fun? Or was yeah, he on he acid? Took, yeah, he took it before he just the took game. acid because it was like... Yeah, he's like, I'm going to take you acid You know fucking fun? Take yeah, acid and play basketball. There's a team called the Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> what else do they do? You do drugs and rape and pillage. 
You're a pirate. And then there's a guy next to him who's like, I'm on doxycycline. What was the, what team was he on? The Pirates, yeah. Was he on the Pirates? I was right. He was on the Pirates. Christ, I can't even believe I pulled that out of it. I'm sure you could YouTube it, because 60 Minutes did a special about it after he after he retired. So it came out, like, so he, he revealed it, did he? Like, yeah, yeah, he revealed it, and he was on 60 Minutes. And you should have to play Pink Floyd behind the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of that. We don't uh, need uh, uh, yeah. 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 Just, he, yeah. he was like, just put up this on today. Man, I remember watching, I was like, he has some good acid. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I just, I don't, the thing about baseball and drugs is I just, it, it'd be like cricket guys taking like drugs right like i don't do you really see the point do you see the point really i think it's more of a mental thing if you're going to be able to connect with the ball no but that that yes but when they get older right it keeps them in the game longer stay in the game that's what that's what it is and i and if 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 you're mentally you need that to stay in the game and that's what you do and it's going to keep the gun out of your mouth I don't care but i don't i don't i don't like braun is too young though right how braun's how well, that yeah, he's pretty young. He's, he's the, just, so a guy well, that's what I think caught. that. Well, I, I think that's what it should be. There should be like an age where you can take where like you know what, whatever the natural life of being a baseballer is. Right. Like normally, like you know, say it's like thirty-two or whatever. Right. Yeah. Just for example, um, that you can do without taking drugs. Right. You shouldn't be able to if you get caught with drugs before thirty-two. Right. No, it's even. But after thirty-two, yeah, whatever you want to keep in the game. You yeah. can take, right? Well, that yeah. should be. That's it. Yeah. I'd be exactly. fine with that. I mean, the thing you've earned it. The mm-hmm. thing for me is, is they're all doing it. The labs stay a step ahead. Like, the, I mean, like Bus- Barry Bonds was using clear. He was just rubbing cream on himself. My dad does the that. whole fucking. The whole... <laughs> no, that's amazing. My dad's got clear. I'm like, what are you doing? I was with steroid. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go pick up some rocks. Okay. All right, all right. That's you great. don't look like your own steroids. <laughs> <laughs> the whole Barcelona football team. When the the greatest team of all time two years ago, they were all on steroids. Like there's there's a doctor that came out and was like, they're, that's that they're all on fucking right. steroids. But that's that's what I mean about 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 there's different sports where you're like warrior team where you just they you see them run for ninety yes. minutes. That's when you go okay, they've got an unfair advantage. Baseball is such a um, where you have to connect with the ball with a guy that's yes. throwing the ball. You have to so go hit I the ball first. Yes, exactly. So I don't, and I understand. Okay, well, maybe it puts an extra three feet on the ball, so yeah, they get yeah. more home runs. I'm like, I don't, I don't. That doesn't concern. Yeah, me. to like, me, to me, football would be worse because I think you could really hurt someone if you're right, right, just a monster. But baseball, it really doesn't. I don't care. What about yeah. hockey? You're a big hockey guy. Oh, uh, what slows them down? You don't want guys. Yeah. What they do, uh, they, uh, they, uh, they do a Fedrin, so it keeps it opens up. Is it Fedrin? A Fedrin, yeah. It opens up the lungs, so yeah. makes you have. I'm sure soccer guys do it as well to give you more uh, oxygen in your blood. Is what it is. Because hockey to me seems. I mean, I think that are those guys just amazing athletes? Because yeah, to look at yeah, them, yeah. that's the you heart, just yeah. think. I mean, yeah. even just, I, I was blown away when I went and saw a game that yes. just how quickly they get up from the, these are massive guys. Yes. Yeah. Like, you know, these guys could and, be and dressed as ladies at fast. my hotel. Yeah. <laughs> these guys are seven foot. Right. <laughs> but they just bang Medium and they're back up again. Yeah. They're like machines. Yeah. Steroids don't really help you out in right. that game at all. Like there's maybe a... Uh, yeah, really but you say that, but... The Barcelona football team was apparently doing steroids. Were they doing steroids or were they doing something that was something else that was keeping them? Yeah, were they doing like EPO yeah, or maybe. something? Yeah, like I just know this doctor. It'd be more. Came out it'd be more like cyclers, like yes, it's more like, like that. doping yeah, the blood yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. But I don't. I, I the ones that I don't get is the back of the magazine on the plane where the the guy's got the ninety year old head with the thirty year old body. Oh, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, that yeah. guy. Yeah, fuck yeah. everything about that guy. Like, That's crazy. Yeah, that something's up. Like I'm guessing guys are going to be doing that soon. Well, right? I just saw Stallone had a movie come out this year. <laughs> And it looks insane. Like he's just this giant buffed guy. And right. you're like, you're an old man. Yeah, you're a great, and great grandpa. At one point, he's walking away from camera and he's kind of walking sideways because he can't like walk straight because his body, every step, is like, no, no, this isn't working. Yeah. It's, it's Didn't he get bizarre. busted in Australia with, he did. Yeah, with, with the, a growth hormone? Yeah, right? that's right. Is that, what, is that what the guy on the uh, plane is? Is that what? Is that the guy on the plane? Is that what he's basically selling his growth hormone? And is that? What? I I don't I don't know. I've seen. I know what you're talking about. I've seen I know that. on I've Facebook that. that there's been a lot of that now that Facebook have ads. They right. like you, I get a lot of pop ups for, you know, like there's a fat dude and then like there's a then, that yeah. dude and then yeah. suddenly he's like yeah, yeah. and yeah. yeah, there's a lot of that going on. So I assume that's naked and afraid. Right. Send him up. <laughs> send him up the forest. For that's you know what. That's also a great weeks. bar. Naked, naked or afraid, yeah, which is just down, just down the street. You can find you can find four women on their week away or whatever. I just came in to write some postcards. Now I'm naked and afraid. Have I ever told you about the guy? I was walking down uh, Santa Monica Boulevard, and it used to be a lot worse over just over that way a little bit. And I'm walking down the street, and this dude comes up to me, and he's dirty. And his shirt is ripped, and his he's got no shoes on and no socks, and his jeans are like torn a little bit on the bottom. He just looks a mess, and he goes, "Hey, hey, man, you know where there's a gay bar near here?" <laughs> <laughs> what? Because he was clearly like, "Oh fuck, everything's fucked up. What do I have? What can I work with? What can I work with here?" Uh, okay, I have a cock, and they can make some money. That's what. There's only one thing to get me out of this disheveled situation, and that is a bar that plays male porn. And it wasn't like it wasn't like he was taking his time. He's like, I gotta make some money right now. I gotta find a gay bar. I gotta get some cock. Wow. You know, and I was like, yeah, there's one right down there. I think it'll actually fit your needs. Like, <laughs> you know, what's I, great about Santa Monica <laughs> as it starts on the west side is like, really, you can't tell if they're transvestites or they're not. And then by the end, you get down into around Highland. Oh yeah, it's just a woman with a cock hanging out. The yeah, side. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. just, it's just, it just really. It the, goes. The, the yeah, there's a quality quite, yeah. level drop until down there. They're like, I mean, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm a dude. I put on a dress. I got an earring. I got an earring that'll do. Yeah, I'm a woman. Look at me. Come on, let's get this on. I must admit, because you know, I, everyone to their own thing, and I'm, you know, oh, whatever. I'm not know. against it. No, yeah, it's exactly. If not right, you can't laugh. But I do love nothing more than the uh, there's, and there's a, a, a lady who uh, lives in Bondi near where I am, who. I love the the transvestite that doesn't care that they need to look like a woman. Right. Like yes. you're like I've got a dress on. Right. My hair's a little wit- bit long. Right. Yeah. Maybe I've got a five o'clock shadow, but I've got a fucking dress on. What do you yeah. want from me? What more? This will do. Where did I see it? I, I was in was... Tampa and I seen. Obviously, it was a, a tall guy and it may have been his first time in high heels uh-huh. and, and his skirt. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, he should have practiced a little. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was just like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when I worked in a bank, there was uh, a dude who'd come in, and he had long hair, 
Uh, and he would always have stubble and a beard and just looked like a dude, except he had the greatest fucking tits. Oh, really? You would ever see. And I would swear to God, I would just go, those are amazing tits. But was it like a guy with great tits? Yeah, yeah. it was a dude. No, but he was clearly going through some sort of transition or Uh maybe it was going the other way, but he had the best tits. Oh, he was just a guy who knew what he liked and thought... (laughs) You know, I like tits. Or he was auditioning for Fight Club and uh, and Meatloaf got the part. Right. <laughs> yeah, he was one of those guys that goes to an audition in the character. And so he's like, oh, this is my part. I, yeah, definitely. I love going to commercial auditions where somebody is dressed, it's, it's a chef or whatever, and they are, they have got Holy the whole shit, outfit right? on. And I'm just like, do you think that, that are they no. auditioning wardrobe? It doesn't, <laughs> I know, it I, I love when I get when I go into like a two line thing for a TV show and it's for a cop and everyone is dressed like a cop right. and I'm like you guys it doesn't I don't I'm I hate pretty to sure you, it doesn't help I'm pretty sure they don't need you to bring your own uniform my, <laughs> my god this you guy know, I mean cop. this guy can't act but he does have his own cop outfit you so know, that's gonna step out of the car please <laughs> here's the deal uh, there's no way that the the guy looking at this tape can realize. That or think that I am a cop unless I'm dressed as a cop, because they've never cast anything. Right. Or or it's this: I'm a cop and I'm an actor, and finally they're looking for a cop. <laughs> and I get to wear my outfit. In. I don't even have to leave work. I can just walk into this one. <laughs> this is awesome. Does that happen a lot though? Do you walk into things and people are dressed as yes. the characters? Oh, makes me laugh all the and, time. And you know, there's there's always there's always a bunch of dudes just like the character, and then there's a bunch of guys that I know, and we've been doing it forever, and we just sit down next to each other and look at each other and go, Jesus Christ! <laughs> this is how it usually works. It's uh, it's uh, the guys that all are very excited and dress up as the character. Yeah. Uh, there's us that have been doing it for a while and don't care, and then there's the casting director's friend that gets the part. <laughs> That's <laughs> uh, so fucking true. Oh, that's showbiz. Oh, that's, there you go. That is showbiz to yeah. a T. Yeah. Wow. Is it? Um, is it? Or the one? What's the one on, on in Santa Monica where you see the guy that actually, <laughs> the guy that auditions you always gets the part. He's a black guy with the curly hair. Yeah. Why am I even there's here? You're guy, gonna get the part. There's also a guy. Yeah. There's also a guy. It, it, yeah, Ocean Park over there. Yeah. Have a, a white guy with glasses. And I'm always like, you're, okay. Yeah, oh, it's a dad role? Yeah, why don't you just do it yourself and we'll not. Yeah. They ha- they have to audition you. Right. And they have to. It's part of the they, business. If they right? schedule the audition, and the, like if it's a callback and they have already found the guy, like the first guy that comes in, that's the guy they're going to pick. They still have to look at all the people who have been sent. Why do they have to do that? It's union rules. Oh. So, so you will walk in and they will just be like, okay, look him down. Read it, yeah. Okay, thanks. Never look up. Never even turn around. Like just like you, you're like, why don't you just, hey union, why don't we not do this? Or, no. I, or just do you it. ever? Um, hey union, you're my union, not the uh, casting directors union to keep right? them working. Do you ever snap, or do you have to be uh, polite in I that? I snap all the time. I don't snap. I'm, I'm, I just do what I, I want to do. I used to. Oh, I do. I do what I want to do a lot of the time. Yeah. I learned it from Gaffigan. Uh-huh. who was brought in and I don't I'm sure he won't want me telling him let's back it up a guy that I know let's say Barry Sobel look if he ever finds out about this I'll right. just be wrapped he's listening to the podcast <laughs> <laughs> 
I remember him telling me because I was mad about something and he told me he wanted, because he used to do a ton of commercials. Ton, yeah. And he uh, he went in and the casting director said, no, I don't want it done like that. And he goes, uh, I actually know the director. I have to do the audition and I'm going to do it this way and you're going to tape it and you're going to send it. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of times. There's a lot of times you walk in and they tell you how to do it, and you're like, "No, that's never going to happen." And so I just do it as close to the way I want to do it as possible. And they keep trying to get me to do it the other way, and I go, "It's just kind of how it's just going to go." Well, I told you about that one time I went for an audition that because um, I I don't act, and but when I first came out here, like obviously everyone wants you to go out to no, stuff. Isn't right? it? That's the best part of of coming to do stand up in L. A. Yeah, is that they're not going to have you do stand up. They're yeah. going to send you off. <laughs> Fucking and then it's going to take you about six years to realize that fucking douchebag that I was working with was just throwing spaghetti at the ball to see what stuck. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, that's absolutely what was the case. Yeah. You know, when I first came out here. So I went to this. Yeah. And you go out of like, I mean, we're like, well, this is what I've got to do. Yeah, I, I got to go and do right? I'm a company man. And so <laughs> I remember going to this thing and uh, I remember the director was the guy who'd done. Uh, the King of Kong, which was that uh, documentary about uh, the Donkey Kong thing. Did you ever see no. that? It's actually, it's yeah, actually yeah. A, a, a nice he, he, little... He did... Um, fuck. He did a British uh, show about... A movie about like uh, the lead-up to 9-11 and the British government. Oh, okay. Also a good movie. It does documentaries and commercials. Uh, no, this was for like a, a oh. television show. Oh. Like it was a television series. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, like so, I was I was reading for this thing that I w- wasn't even like it was just right right. It was like I was like I was reading it going like this has been written for Michael Chiklis. That's who it was written for. Yeah. Like it was it was clearly you know like this is exactly who this character is. Right. And then when I've gone into the audition, so this is my first like you know audition. I've gone in and basically they've said, oh look, everybody's been doing it this way. Uh, that's not what we're looking for. And in my head, I'm going. The reason everyone's doing it that way is it you've written like- it that way. <laughs> And have you noticed how everyone's been doing it the same way? That's because that's how it reads. That's the way that I was going to do it. We see it more South African in our minds. And they're doing it. Can can you do it this way? I can't even do it the way I prepared. Right, right. I know. I'm going to stumble over every word. And you're going to see if you like my eyes. I can do it that way, but it won't make sense. Right. You want to do that? Yeah. I can do it both ways and it won't make sense. What, what, were you reading for the actual director or was this for the Sorry, the director's the there. So oh, the this director is, was there. Yeah, yeah, he's there. And he uh, was on his phone the whole time. Mm-hmm. And it was like one of those moments where I was just like, I don't want to be here, yeah. but at least, like, you know. Don't waste my fucking time. Right. You made a good documentary, but... Yeah, let's not. <laughs> let's... Yeah. Let's yeah. Not. Yeah. Keyword documentary right. where I let people be themselves. Right. <laughs> Maybe you should try to do that with your movie. <laughs> it's just bizarre the way people work. I don't feel like I don't know. I, I try. I try to understand it, and then I just snap a little bit. I don't think about it. I just go in and read their words and leave. I don't give a shit. Yeah, that's that's what you have to do. Is this? I I always just go have fun and pretend it's a little bit of an acting class. That's exactly. It. Uh, and then as soon as I walk out the door, I kind of forget about it. And if I get called, like, oh yeah, I forgot that. Yeah, that's cool. Whenever, whenever I get booked, they're always like, oh my god, it's it's like you just throw it away and you're just right. not that. I'm, I'm like, right, that's because I'm just throwing it away. And I, I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. And the people who really want it, it comes across. They're like desperate yeah. and trying too hard, and you just can't try that hard. It, you just gotta be yourself. That's why we're. That's why stand-ups are so great and so bad at getting things. Yes. Why is that? Because we're ourselves. Right. Yep. 
And if they don't always want themselves, but when they want you, they're like, that is, they're either going to love you or they're going to hate you. There's no in between with stand up. That's, no, that's why the marriage well, for me was so good because someone wrote a part for me. And then I just got to go in and be myself, which is right. what I've been perfecting for years on a stage. I, uh, I did And the, in the World Trade Center. There was. <laughs> He was just himself, which got him kicked out of there. And look how that turned out. Saved his life. Yeah, saved his he's life. He's alive. And who's that? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to pause this for a second. Hey, uh, this is uh, this is the biggest podcast we've ever had. Now we've had uh, Ash Williams has joined us. How are you, Ash? Great, Will. Good to see you. Now, yeah. uh, mate, look at you. I love the way that you roll in West Hollywood. By the way, like just always got the good look and. I want to tell the boys here about uh, the job that you've been doing, uh, the, the, the job you do in the bar. Oh, yeah. Can you tell the boys about this? Because I fucking heard you tell this story on Steele's podcast, and it made me laugh so much. Right. Well, when I moved over here at the start of 2012, I had like about 15000 bucks on me. I went through all of that in about sure. three months. Yeah. Well, so America. So I needed a job. So... I went into this gay bar and with the idea of being a go-go dancer. Sure. Right. And I went, there. this is the, probably the guy I met on the street that day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. So I went in. Jeans? You have ripped jeans, right? Nah. Oh, no. So I went in and I said, hey guys, what's a go? I saw your dancers. I can dance. Let's do it. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's, yeah. And they were like, well, this guy is so really Yeah. So, we're going to, I mean, I'm going to be up there, right? Just doing the thing? Yeah. Yeah. So then, turn on the music. <laughs> well, funny you should say that. They, they actually did say, okay, well, if you can dance, show us. So, this is like two o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday. Three dudes standing yeah. there, turned on some music. I danced for like 20 seconds. It sounds like last comic standing. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then they said Jake Moore judges you. Uh, <laughs> Do they all have their chairs turned around and they turned around? <laughs> you know what? It was a very similar setup. Just three right. dudes standing there, nodding. And then they said, take your top off. I took my top off. They said, great, you can start tonight. <laughs> okay. well, that's a Hollywood story, right? And then I said, I said hang on. I okay. want to see this go-go dancing before I do it. Right. So I went in there on the Friday night and I watched it and said, nah. This is oh, not really because mate, they were just—it's just flat out cock grabbing, like yeah. for like four hours, which is yeah. cool, but that's not cool for me at the yeah, moment. Right. right. <laughs> I still got two thousand dollars left. Right. Yeah. And I, I enjoy that you said at the moment, like yeah. I'm still keeping options up. Yeah. Well, did I'm you a- did you not notice the place was called Cock Grabber before you went in? <laughs> yeah. Well, mate, I, they're flat out. They're, they're really naughty. Those, those gay dudes. So they're really yeah. touching it. They're really naughty. Yeah. I can tell you, I lived in San Francisco and uh, for a long time, and uh, I got I got pawed a lot. Yeah, like there was just, just like a the vacant grab a feel. It was very yeah. like it was very like no, you guys, that's not cool. Yeah, you don't just get yeah like on a bus, I'd yeah. get grabbed. They'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. So then I went in on the Friday and I said, but hang on, who are those shot guys? Just guys walking around. Oh fuck, you're one of the shot dudes. I said, what's that? I want to do that. Right, yeah. So then I started doing the shots and made a ton of money yeah. just by inventing different things. And yeah. I made most of my money from nipple sucks. So, like, I'd sell a vodka shot for Leave four Leave my bucks. dick alone, but nipple sucks. <laughs> you don't touch my dick, but you can put your mouth all over my nips. <laughs> I got rules. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, there, and there are rules. What village are you from? Uh, 
<laughs> I don't know. <laughs> where, where did you grow up? Uh, Melbourne. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then... And then, yeah, so then I said I want whipped cream. And they yeah. said, what are you doing? This is crazy. I said, no, nah, I'm making a lot of money. And then I just started doing whipped cream. And did they just give you like a 20 bucks to... Like, how does the money work? If you're not disgusting, it's ten dollars for a nipple suck. If you're pretty gross, it's twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but if there's two guys together and one guy is not disgusting and the other guy is, are you, do you like literally just go year ten, year twenty? Oh, 30, well, you do thirty between you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just make you just you make it more expensive for both of them. Oh, you brought an ugly dude, so now it's yeah. forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It also depends on how the night's going. If uh-huh. I've done a few nipple sucks. Depends like, on I'm good. You, yeah, I can yeah. start getting. Yeah, we can get cheesy. Yeah, you're, totally up, right. you're up to five hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Okay. So yeah, man. Um, do that for a bit whenever I need money. I, I I did it for a bit, and now I just do it whenever I need money again. Yeah. Mainly big events. I love any. I love any comedian because every comedian, like you know, particularly you're over here doing comedy, like you know, doing some acting and stuff. Yeah. You know, you need a bit of a part time job, and everyone yeah. needs a part. But you have just gone. It's the one you can drop in and out of. Yeah, no, I feel like you know, I feel like me and Ian couldn't do that job. Like they'd no. be like, "Oh, come on, no, you pay me." Yeah, yeah. They'd just oh, be like, "Damn you! I'm not gay anymore. <laughs> you have ruined me. I was born this way, and you changed me back." <laughs> they call me the straightener. <laughs> you guys were your, ma- your parents have sent me in there to straighten you up. <laughs> Get that dick out of your mouth. <laughs> I guarantee you, you two, if you were go-go dancing, would make a ton. Jeez. Don't try to get me in it. Don't try to get me in it. I don't, I don't like this it. This is how it starts. Yeah, there's a guy who looks like you who makes a ton. Really? Looks yeah. like me. Yeah. Maybe it is me. <laughs> Maybe it is me, and I've been trying to keep this a secret for a long time. Yeah. Mm. It, so, wow. I feel like this, it, like Chatham Tating, uh, or whatever his name is, heard your story and turned it into a movie, but used girls. I think yeah. that no, he, was, he was actually... He was that, a stripper. That was his job at the Hollywood uh, the Hollywood thing. At, really? At, at Hollywood and Highland, there's a male uh, dance thing, and he was one of those guys. Yeah, that was his actual job. I know the well, stage manager. Just, uh, you can make a movie about this called Nipple Sucks. Yeah. Have you been doing some like acting? Yeah, Have you man. been getting some jobs? Tell yeah. us about what's been going on. Yeah, well, I think last time I bumped into you, Dave, I was on hold for anger management. Oh, and yeah. I found out the next day I got that. Nice. So, oh, good. So, man, yeah, I filmed that with uh, Martin Sheen and uh, this other girl. So it was two really good scenes. It's going to be on uh, August 29th on what's, FX. What's the character? I play a yoga teacher. Like, oh, yeah? Nice. I, I can see that. Yeah, he's a naughty. He's very cheeky and he's just trying to feel up yeah. girls. <laughs> So he's, a, so he's a yoga teacher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I was like, have you not been to a yoga? Yeah. 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 yeah they just wear those pants and touch girls. That's yeah. all they do. Yeah. It's, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. yeah. It's cool. If it's I was a, flexible, I'd totally be a yoga teacher because those guys are perverts. Yeah. 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 Good for you, bro. Thank you, man. Uh, and then this Thursday on TV Land is a show called The Exes, which I'm on, playing a French dude. Uh, so I did that with uh, Newman from Seinfeld, Wayne Knight, yeah. and Kristen oh. Johnson from uh, Third Rock oh, from the Sun. Wow, nice! And yeah. are you? Uh, how's your? Uh, like, do you have to speak French? I speak French in the show. Yeah. And are you any good at speaking French? Because you have a quite a broad Australian accent. Yeah. It, it holds up. Let's hear it. Uh, okay. Hang on. Um, uh, what the hell did I say? Uh, Perfect. I like it. <laughs> uh, you know, I have a limo waiting outside. Why don't we have dinner at Le Bonadin? And afterwards, go dancing at Cielo. 
you know what? That's actually pretty good. Yeah. I believe it. And you kind of look French, too. Yeah. Right. You look like a perverted yeah. French yoga uh, yeah. teacher. Yeah. Oh, let's go, man. So, yeah, man, things are cool. What was that? I saw on Facebook there was a photo of you holding a big gun. What was that? That's a movie. Uh, the, the guy hasn't got much money, so we kind of film one day every month. Right. So we've been filming for a Which year and a half. Which must be tough for continuity. Yeah. That's, that's weird that he, the same way you do that part-time job is how he does <laughs> The movie's called It's called, it's the called, called Nipples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's financing it purely through Nipple Sucks. He's, so he has the, he should uh, try a Kickstarter. A <laughs> Nipple Suck production. Mm. Yeah, so that movie, uh, we're almost finished. But it was cool, man. That picture was, it looked like a good army shot. Right, yeah. yeah. It's a thousand day shoot. Yeah. That's amazing. amazing. Yeah. Who are you playing that? I play uh, this guy who kills people. Um, yeah, and, it, and we're cutting out people's adrenal glands uh-huh. and oh. using it as a drug. Well, I do that. Oh. Yeah. Right. Well, that sounds like that could be a thing. Yeah, yeah. It's Does pretty. It? Doesn't it? I don't know. If I feel gl- like I don't if you glands work like that. I don't think you can eat them to actually. I feel like I feel like if that was a, if that was a real be. thing, that we would have farms of people that we would just be killing and eating. We'd just be exciting. Would you have to kill them? Could you remove someone's adrenal glands and just... I don't know. Let's ask the expert. Right. In the movie, we kill them. Right. But do you have to kill them? Like, would there be some other way of removing the adrenal glands? Or is it like, you know... Are you saying like a guy would come in and go, yeah, $5,000, you can have my gland. Right. Like donating an organ or whatever. I feel like you want... I feel like you want the guy dead. It's just a better story. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of a stupid a movie about farming. <laughs> Crops. That's what it'd be called. Oh, man, man crop. You man do. crop. There we go. I know a couple guys at a place that would watch that. <laughs> just in case you do want to do this, though, and people who are listening, I think you are meant to keep them alive. Because then when you eat the adrenal glands, they're still pulsing. Oh, of course, because they're, I mean, and the adrenaline would be pumping because yeah. they're being murdered. Right, yeah. Oh, that's murdered. why you're murdering them, to get the adrenaline yeah. up, right? So yeah. you don't, you don't, you have to surprise them and then keep them alive. Right. Yeah, so you don't yeah. want to farm, you don't want a guy just lazing about eating corn. You right. want a guy don't that's like running and screaming. Right. Yeah. 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 You could just go up and go, boom, and then stab him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Have you, uh, what about stand-up, man? Have you been doing some stand-up over here? Well, this is where you say no. Nope. Yeah, no. <laughs> no That's what usually happens. Not at all. No, they're they're all just business. He's busy dancing and fucking acting. Yeah. But this is like, because when Ash and I first met, you were working at uh, Nova at the radio station. I reckon that's when we first met, right? Yeah. For, for Hughesy and Kate. You know Dave uh-huh. Hughesley. You guys didn't know Hughesy, right? So, is that where I met you? I knew you looked familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun, yeah. That's right. Yeah, okay. I knew we'd... we'd being in person yeah, together. Yeah, that's right. what I meant. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, how I, I know you. All right, yeah. So, but did you do stand-up in Australia before you came here? Yeah. How much did you do in Australia? Uh, two days. Yeah. <laughs> but, and then he had to leave the country. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I did. I mean, I put on a couple of shows mm-hmm. to make some money and I sold all the tickets out through the radio. Oh, yeah, nice. So I, I did like an, an, a couple, like an hour show, like within my first sort of six months. It was right. mainly, mainly rubbish. Yeah. But it was it was alright. Yeah. Uh, but I'd done a fair bit, man. I sort of started in must have been two thousand and ten. Yeah. Two thousand and ten and then picked it up and I, I did my most well the last couple of years I've really started, you know, getting out there more. 
What, what, what is it like over here? Because, I mean, obviously, you know, Ian and Dave work here all the time. What is it like for you? So don't lie to us. Yeah, so don't lie. <laughs> what yeah. I'm saying is, you know, no, but what is it like, you know, trying to establish yourself in the scene here? You know, you just got to get out and talk to people and then just do good sets. <laughs> I love that you have the simplest philosophy of life. Yeah. It couldn't be more basic. Right. Sounds like yeah. life is going good for you. Right. <laughs> You talk to other humans and then you go on the stage. What are you talking Just, about? Yeah. Why are you overcomplicating this? Yeah. They offer me shows, but I say I gotta come back and see what goes on here before. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I watch your show and I go, look, I don't like your comedy, but I'm willing to sell shots. Yeah. yeah. I like your yeah. style. See, I do, some of the stand-up I do is, that, is on the gay bar. And whenever I tell that story, they don't believe me. So now I bring pictures and, you know... <laughs> videos he brings pictures to the sh- look it's really happening you guys yeah I love most here's comedi- your uncle most comedians are like boss. a funny thing happened to me on the way to the show you're like and here's the evidence yeah that's right, right. yeah sick of people coming up to me afterwards saying did that really happen like yeah <laughs> yeah that's why I'm talking about yeah 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 nice how do, you, do, they, do they like the Aussies over here? Do you get a good reception being an Australian in this town? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Definitely. Um, you know, the, the stuff that I'm kind of doing is, it's, it's, it's different. Like, you know, with the stories and other stuff that I do. Because being Australian is a bit different and then the story, the, the stand-up's different too. So, you know, it, it's kind of hit or miss, but it mainly hits. How's the stand-up, <laughs> how's the stand-up different? Well, I suppose my... Because, I don't know, man. Like, you know, you've got comedians who do their jokes and I suppose anyone could really do those jokes, yes. if you know what I mean. Yep. And then you've got the stand-ups who... I just... You know, only really they could do it that way. Yep. So, I don't know, man. I just I like, I like to think that I'm bringing something... Whether you like it or not, it's something a bit more whacked out. Sure. Yeah. Love it. I love it. How about with the ladies, man? Are you doing okay? Or does the nipple uh, sucking cut down on the opportunity to meet the girls? Yeah, because I was doing nipple sucks Friday, Saturday night. Right. So it goes, doesn't go Sundays. Right. No. No, I mean, it's you can't go for two for wings and then... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's tough going. Like, asking for girls' numbers when you're at the gay bar and you've got, like... Because they're dudes. lesbians. But They're lesbians. They're lesbians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd be surprised. So many straight girls down there. Yeah, Gorgeous. Right. Oh, yeah. no, I'm not surprised at all. At the gay yeah. bar. No, I, can't, I, I can't tell you how many girls are like, I, it's so fucking hard to meet a man in Los Angeles. Have you noticed that all your friends are gay, so you're not actually meeting straight men? Has <laughs> yeah. that ever That's crossed your fucking mind? Yeah. If you yeah. see yeah. an Australian... out of the fucking toolbox and walk for a walk. <laughs> if you see an Australian guy with uh, whipped cream on his nipples, he's straight. <laughs> that guy is straight. Yeah. So, so that one weird. guy that's getting his nipples sucked... He's straight. He's straight. Yeah. <laughs> Those guys on stage dancing, getting their cocks touched, not so straight. <laughs> yeah. That's a different. I yeah. like your style, but... Is yeah. it hard to date here, though, compared to... Like, what's the difference between dating here and dating in Australia? There? It's all about today. If you get a girl's number... Like, I've gotten so many numbers. More right. than ever. But, no, I barely sleep with any girls. Right. I've never had less sex, ever. Serious. This is a ter- this is a terrible story. <laughs> so, so, did you really think that I was calling you out on that? Because you t- totally looked at me like serious. <laughs> I was like, 
Dude, You're not going to believe this, but I'm not fucking. I'm not fucking. Do you I'm, believe? Seriously, thing? I haven't been getting much sex. Serious. <laughs> I'm like, but I don't know. We understand I, that. You're showing them the pictures of proving the point. that like, no, I feel you're, like here's you're, what's ruining it for you. Don't show the pictures of you getting your nipples sucked <laughs> yeah. to the girls that are asking afterwards because that's making them walk away. Yeah. So, no, I'm a comedian. I made stuff up. I'm hilarious. Bam, you're getting your dick sucked. Yeah. Come on, wake up, son. But yeah. I feel like your version, of, your version of not getting a lot of sex is a lot different than mine. My version of not getting a lot of sex. Yeah, I, I feel like, and I mean this in the nicest possible way, Ash, you said it like, oh my god, I can't believe that I'm not having a lot of sex because it's the first time it's ever happened. Right. As opposed to most of us who have had lots of periods of sex. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably this. Cool. You probably aren't getting laid Friday and Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> nah. I, I'm telling you, I went through a, a, a month, like three months. Was, was three, you, was... you don't get it. <laughs> We go through years. Yeah, you, you don't get it. Let me explain. Zero to twenty. Yeah, 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 yeah. So oh, good for you, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> so so I'm, I'm finding that you've got to catch up with them. Like the day right. you get their number, like today, right away. Yeah, yeah. Like, like text them or call them immediately, or, or else it's too late for them. Yeah. So they're kind of like long. they're kind of like fish. You can't keep them in the boat long. You've got to get them back into water. Yeah. <laughs> I find there's so much external stimuli here in LA that there's always something kind of going on. So if you've got their attention now, you need to really move with that. Right. There was this girl, really, really quickly, who I've been following on Instagram, who I love. Okay. (laughs) Is that stalking? No, no, she's a Sports Illustrated model. Oh, okay. All right. Well done. Okay. And (laughs) stalking. You know, like, um, I thought, well, if I ever see her, you know, I'm going to follow her and... This is gonna be great. Okay, that is that is stalking. And I, I, I found it. Oh, okay. I found her at a supermarket. Again, stalking. No, no. <laughs> this is all still. Oh, stalking. How do you Wait, start a conversation? She... I'm number three seven 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 six. Are you are you saying that you saw that she was in the supermarket when she Instagrammed and then you went there, no. or you just saw her? Just saw her. Oh, okay. okay. So which, which supermarket? Bristol Farms, Sunset oh. and Fairfax. You can't oh, afford that. All right. Well, that's yeah. good. She's like she's got some money. That's yeah. why you were fucking down twenty thousand dollars. You're right. shopping at a crazy Bristol Farms. Yeah. And you were over at the deli with uh, with cream on your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> why are your maraschino cherries stocking up for your items for the night? <laughs> So I was in the car with my buddy. I said, "Stop the car! Stop the car!" <laughs> Hold on. You were shopping in a car. We were, we were driving through the car park. I saw her walk into Bristol oh. Farms. I said, "Stop the car!" Oh, no, it's good. He said, "Where are you going?" I said, "Don't worry about it. I'll be back." Went in there, brought the most expensive Fiji bottle of water. Went up to her, said, uh, "Hello, uh, your her name's Genevieve. You'd know her. You'd know her." And then. Not like you. I just, I basically said, you know, we have a mutual friend. I said, yeah, I've sent you some pictures. Got her phone number. She oh. said, we should catch up. All right. Well, that's, yeah, good and so far. Nothing. That was a week ago. So you got to strike while the iron's hot. Right. So but she gave you her number. So you should have, right? you're saying you should have pushed her into the car. <laughs> Because <laughs> the way, the way yeah, I think the, kidnapping is the way to go. I think right. I'm understanding this story correctly. If she, yeah. wants, if she wants press out of this career and you want love, there's only one thing to do: kidnap. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I might. I might. Yeah. Don't Did kidnap you, her. Now I remember listening on the radio. Did you go on a date with uh, Stifler's mum from the? Yeah, that Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, I went out with Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. 
It was cool. For what? <laughs> no. I, 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 I heard she wanted to sorry, go out. Sorry, I didn't. Okay. No, right. she's very attractive. How long okay. ago was this? Two years. Okay. Two and a half years. All right. Okay. And uh, maybe not two years. Did you go out with her once or did you go out there for a little bit? No, no, no. Just once. Yeah. One date. Um, is there drinking involved? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah, she looks like a <laughs> She likes to drink. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. She's, well, that's good. We yeah, like it was drink. a good night. Um, she was, well, you know, we both had a couple, but yeah, it was on. Yeah. <laughs> I have no doubt. I have no doubt that if, if Jennifer Coolidge wanted to go out with you from the that it's on. I had no doubt about that. Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah. So how much money did you make that night? <laughs> no. It was just it was just a date date, it wasn't she hired you. No. Okay. That would, that would have been great, but no. Okay. Yeah. I imagine that a good-looking unit like yourself at some stage has been offered money for sex. I love that Australians can call each other units. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. yeah I would never call you Okay, okay. hang on. You're missing, you're missing the important bit of this story. I would, but I would never okay. call him a unit. You just called him a unit. We would never call it. What do you mean? Why? I just think Americans wouldn't call it. It's not it. Check, you, you're there's quite certain, a unit. There's certain Australian words that you can get away Yeah, well, yeah, Americans yeah. can't get away with the unit. I can look, look at you. You're quite a unit. unit. No, oh, yeah, so you know, it does sound... It, yeah. it sounds weird. Yeah. Your tongue wouldn't even let you say it. Champions, no, the other one. Guy In Australia, people call each other champions. Yeah. So over here, if so you call somebody a champion, they'll be like, what the fuck? With that? Yeah, yeah. Why do you call me a champion? Really? I'm one shit. Uh, you're quite a, <laughs> you're, you're uh, quite a champion, eh? Yeah, that does sound yeah, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible when it comes out of your mouth. Yeah. Uh, so you have been offered money for sex? Yeah. yeah. From from men a lot, I assume. No, no, straight. Oh, really? Straight. A guy called me up, saw my pictures on the internet, yeah. and um, he said, I want you to do some work, uh, and I'll pay you a lot of money. It was about $1,000 for four hours and then he said I'll get you on the weekend dates with girls weekend dates pay you know $15,000 right what? and you said no because I just you know I, I, I not yet seriously <laughs> now I'm not trying to <laughs> where does the where does it change from or the nipple side like, no, and I'm not trying to I'm not trying I'm not judging you in any way of right? course because I'm just saying like you seem open and fun and great time but, yeah. but I got if I was a single guy and somebody all of a sudden they're, we're going to get you 15 grand to fuck girls on the weekend I think I'd be yeah. going, throwing the hat in yeah well then I'm, I'm a, like a especially if I'm on a dry spell for three months yeah no it's it's you know it's 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 a little bit of my lifestyle then because once I started right. I'd be making so much money yeah um, and you're yeah. not good at saving right. no because you buy a wife you blow through it that's right bristle fast yeah and well I'm a, I'm a prostitute yeah so like that's and you, that's it right that's what you are then yeah you're right. a prostitute okay Which right is, now you're a shot guy but then you're a prostitute right yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's true though right yeah, yeah, it is a, so. well, which is fine yeah, we're, on, we're on showbiz no judgments so we're, but we're, we're, all, we're all prostitutes we're all prostitutes <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we're yeah. all fucking like we're talking about auditioning earlier yeah but we're there's a difference in that in that you if you are a prostitute or a sex worker and which is what we should say that's the term that yeah okay you made it, it weird when you said sex but you know what the whole prostitution just... thing Sam Simmons got into this big uh, I know. it's like Jesus Christ really we're just gonna t- 
take words and we can't say them anymore. What's the problem with the? I don't understand what the problem with that word is. Who's well, the other thing who's is not allowed to say prostitute anymore. Uh, Sam made a joke that had the word uh, prostitute in it, and some sex workers got upset that he was using the word prostitute, which is a word that they don't prefer to use anymore. They like to use sex worker, which. I, I'm fine with people wanting to change language and that sort of thing. I don't. I don't actually have an issue with that. And it's like in Australia, it's a legal and legitimate industry. So, like you know, if people want to be a sex worker, they can be. I get that, but I don't think that you have the right to demand, particularly because Sam wasn't making a joke that was derogatory towards right. people who work in that profession. He was uh-huh. just using the term, you know, uh-huh. which is a common usage term that. No. You, yeah. That's like, the you thing. Know, it's like, like, it's like we, a normal. The world thing. hasn't caught on to sex worker yet maybe right. five years from now when everybody says sex worker in that regard maybe people won't say you prostitute anymore you know why people anymore, don't but... catch on to it because we don't really see sex as work right <laughs> that's probably why people aren't using sex work <laughs> sex I don't know industry no it's right. not even an industry I don't know sex money getter <laughs> Sex worker sounds worse. Yeah, I agree. Sex worker does sound worse to me, but that's that's like their choice. They want to. They want to. <laughs> but they're but, they're, but little, in little, ten years they'll little say people sounds worse worker. than midget as well. I think, I think so too. Little yeah. people, you yeah. know, but people they prefer little people, yeah. and, and I think and that that's then, and in five really years they're going to want tiny, tiny people. <laughs> and uh, you know, next thing driving you know, impaired. Next thing you know, we won't be able to say Orientals. Am I right, gentlemen? Yeah. Right, right. What? Sorry, I turned into, my, I enjoy I my, turned into my grandmother. It's interesting. Oh, that's that's the thing is generations. So you stop saying prostitute, but there's a generation of people that still say prostitute, and then yeah. there'll be a generation that won't. It, it's like the word Orientals mm. here in America. There's a generation of people that will always say it and won't stop. Yeah, but here, here's the, and there's a generation underneath, like but, my generation. But when it comes to Orientals, it go, it's, it's a word that's used basically. Oriental is a rug. It's not. It it's not. Rug. It's not a. It's not a. It's not. Yeah, a, but it's a term that. It's a term that's brought up to, 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 to enslave a person, not not enslave, but to like to derogatory. Yeah. It's, it's, and, and, and and Asian isn't brought up because it's derogatory. It's where you're from. Right. Right. That's the difference. And yeah. prostitute is what they do. Whore is a, is the word. Yeah, right. Right. Whore, I think yeah, I, I absolutely understand what you mean, which is yeah. like you go, well, whore definitely is a pejorative. Like right. you know, people when they say that, yes, like it's, that's a really negative right. term. You're yeah. a Whereas whore. prostitute did seem like to most people, I think, just the description of what it is. Yeah, right. Yeah, like it right. wasn't like you yeah. know, my mom would say prostitute. She wouldn't say whore. Right. So yet, you, well, it depends. How do you feel? About- <laughs> How do you feel about different generations using words? Because this is the thing that I find um, interesting is like, because there's people of my grandfather's generation who fought in the war against the Japanese and whatever who mm. might still use derogatory language yeah. to describe... We, we know which term you're talking about. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Little like, loser. My, my, <laughs> <laughs> my, no, How do you feel about that? Used that term. Uh, I don't know, you know. Do we cut them a break because, no, because of the circumstance? No, because not? at some point you got to fucking let it go. I mean, it's not like... But do they have to? I know we have to, but do they have to? But here's thing. the deal. If you're fighting with your neighbor right. and he's just a fucking piece of shit and you're like that fucking cock and then over time you stop fighting with them and it's 30 years later and they're still living next door, you're not still like that fucking cock. You know, time has passed. You've made up. Shit's happened. You've gotten past it. You know what I mean? Depends. Like, I is it a word of hate? It is a word of hate. But no, but no, people don't want to use the word black anymore. Right. They want to use African American, which offends black people 
because they know they're American. They don't have to have. Then they're not African. They're fucking. They're they're American. They're right. not African American. They're not all from Africa. Right. So that's that's more offensive. Like so so when people try to come up with words, it's because they have some sort of guilt about the word they're using. So they're moving on to a different word, which basically says the same thing. That's the crazy thing to me. The, the all these words are saying this. You're giving the power to a word thing. by saying don't say that. Now you're giving it tons of power. By 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 making it like the word the classic example of this is the word tranny, mm-hmm. which was being used for a long time and now is not to be used. But there were so many people that had no idea that that was that had any negative connotation to it. Now you've told them that it's a negative word, so you've given that word a bunch of more power. So right. now that word can be so somebody used that's as never an used the word tranny before will actually use the word tranny because right. they've been told not to use it, even though they weren't using it before. Right. Well, yeah, and I get why people are, you know, have the right to their own words and all that sort of stuff. But tranny to me didn't even feel like it was. That's a fun word, right? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, how can anyone be angry? At a tranny, like it's a fun sounding thing. I think the basic thing is is the feeling that comes behind the word. Right. Like if you go back Intent, to the right. football player that was at the at the Kenny Chesney concert that said the N word. I didn't hear how he said it. There's so much anger behind it. Oh, there is. That's what it is. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. There's so much. There's hatred behind it. Uh-huh. And if there's hatred behind something, we can all feel the difference if you say something with with what what intent. If you say something with a lot of hatred behind it, it is completely different than if I say tranny. There was trannies upstairs. Trannies upstairs. Well, that's like Bill Burr has a bit that white guys always say fuck before the word. You know, those fucking blacks. Right. As opposed to, oh, these black fuckers are upstairs. Like, it just, yeah. that, the way you say it completely changes the meaning. Right. And it wouldn't matter if he said blacks or even if you use whatever the like right. term was then because the intent is. Yeah. You know what he means, you know, yeah. right? Yeah, I get it. It's when people it's use words to get above somebody else. That's when there's a problem. If you're just using a word to describe something, it's completely different than using a word to get you make yourself better than the next person. Do, do people get offended by things? Have people get offended by you using words? Yeah, retarded. Because I think that you get yeah, retarded, right? That's no. yeah. And I try not to use and that's that on one the of podcast. Your big it's well, one of my. Uh, it's, it's a joke that I. Yeah, it's a true joke that I do, yeah. and I've had people like snap, and I'm like. You don't you don't hear anything. Also, I used to do I do a joke about being molested, and some people do not hear past molestation. Yes, right. And I've had people boo, which has got uh, caused me a, a, a bigger joke. And the bigger joke is I can't believe you just booed the victim. Right. <laughs> It's true. I was just like, really? So you're so you're pro molestation if you're answered by. Have you ever experienced this, Ash? Have you had got in trouble for anything that you've said on stage at the stage? Not really. I, I think it comes back to what Ian said. It's about the vibe when you deliver the word. If the vibe is positive and friendly, you can pretty much you can pretty much say anything. Well, yeah. that's funny. This weekend, I did a I was doing shows in Sacramento, and my family is from near there. And there was a place my grandfather used to drink at uh, called Al the Wops. Oh. Now, that's an incredibly racist term. Right. Mm-hmm. And I would stand on stage and I would say, my grandfather used to drink it out of the Wops. And then they would all cheer. And then I go, but really racist, right? It would like being going going to chin the, the chinks to drink. And then they got really quiet. And I was like, what in the what? fuck just happened? Yeah. You can say out of the Wop and you're all cool with it. But then you chin, like really just nuts. 
In uh, Australia, there was a lot of controversy over, um, I think it was like a rugby league uh, play. In fact, I'm going to Google this because I, I don't want to get this wrong because it's... Uh, um, also, what I'm typing into Google at the moment, if I die immediately, immediately after this... Or uh, it gets stolen. Could or, you please... Or, or just, I was or doing just it, our government... I was doing it for a podcast. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Uh, he's a, he was a rugby league uh, legend from T- uh, Toowoomba. And the Toowoomba local uh, sports stadium wanted to name the um, uh, like the stand after him. And uh, his name uh, was Edward Stanley Brown. And his nickname Uh-oh. was Edward Stanley Nigger Brown. Right? Jesus, <laughs> what year was this? Don't, uh, don't say 98. <laughs> 2011. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, he was... Uh, so his life was from 1898 to 1972. So, I mean, you know, he probably picked up the nickname at... Uh, the 50s. Uh, yeah, right. 40s, so, 50s. No, yeah, maybe less than that. Maybe 30s. even, like, earlier than that. Yeah. So... Um, but still, 1872 to... Yeah, but, I mean, there was a time when that, but that's that word was just used by people without malice. Right. With malice and without malice. Uh-huh. And, and, and by the way, I'm not judging them giving him the nickname in the first place maybe it was a different time and maybe people didn't understand you know that well until we until we can find out how he felt about it like are there is there any stories or he's like yeah i actually never cared for that right (laughs) but the problem is that i had uh, no idea i had a middle name the problem was that in 2007 uh when they wanted to uh Uh, put a you know a a grandstand named after now now it gets difficult they called it the es nigger brown stand (laughs) In 2007. I don't even know how to respond to that. Like there was no meeting about it at all. Come on, come on. I'm going to read you the first article that came out. There's only one way you can do that, and you have to spray paint it. It can't be on a sign. Because <laughs> that, that, that's, that's, there's no way that isn't a hate crime. That's insane. Here we go. Oh, so it got demolished. The ES. They don't use his real name. They no. use ES. Yeah. <laughs> By the that's way, the, that's the crazy part. Like, right. That, yeah. But they don't use his real name. They use his initials. Oh, well, we couldn't afford all those letters, and we had to get nigger in. So <laughs> that is right? crazy. I mean, hey, you guys. Uh, anybody think this is going to be a problem? God, I just build it. They'll love it. It's okay. We've got it in like quotation marks. It's it's fine. So the stand. How many many racist guys were just bidding for that sign to do? They just want to be able to write. (laughs) At last. Oh oh my god, I've got five out the back that I prepared. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so they knocked uh, down the. So they were demolishing the stand. But the controversial name, deemed offensive by the UN, it says in this story. By the UN? Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, that's Australia. when you know trouble. May live on in a plaque in the statue, statue at the grounds. So I mean, like, why wouldn't you? They knocked down the stamp. But why? Like, you know, well, we need to put a plaque and a statue up. Because well, you we couldn't, gotta, we couldn't figure this. out who it is in the history books by just E.S. Brown. No. Oh, no, no. Not no, to be confused no, no. with white E.S. Brown. Oh my god! And I mean, this is an old story, so hopefully some things change from here. But Toowoomba Sports Ground Trust Chairman John McDonald said yesterday the trust Great. was looking Grand Wizard at building. Well, <laughs> this is building a statue of Mr. Brown, the city's first international rugby league player, when selected for Australia against Great Britain in 1921. That's fine. Build a statue. 
Then this is his quote. It better be Browns. <laughs> Nigger Brown was the first footballer from the day. He had a name. Right. Like he had two That's other names. Why are you still using right. this? Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell me what I can call him. Right. And we know what you're talking about by the last name. I mean, Brown. it's right. just these guys. <laughs> it's basically a bunch of guys who built a stand so they could say nigger. And, and That's the forward. only reason this stand has been built. Uh, there is doubt over how Mr. Brown got his nickname. One version... <laughs> <laughs> One version has it that a guy yelled at him from the stands. Uh, uh, one version uh, is that he was a white Australian who was so blonde and blue-eyed that his older brothers gave him the nickname as a joke. Hi, oh, he was a white guy. He was a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> now they're just out of control. No, I, 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 I thought he was a right. black guy. No, the reason you did is because his name was Brown. That's where right. his fucking nickname came from. Right. Well, here's yeah. the thing. The Brown. other version. Okay, I wasn't. I wasn't. I, I, that's crazy. Right. Now you're just being dicks. Right. Uh, the other version has Mr. Brown as a dapper dresser whose shoes shone due to a shoe polish called Nigger Brown. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> It, <laughs> I mean, but are they? Right? But they're using the argument, right? They're using the argument that there's no malice behind it. Right. It was his name. It's a, but his name was based on, on hate. hate. That's the thing. That's right. Like they gave, they gave him the nickname, ironically, and there was hate behind it. It wasn't like they gave him the nickname because it was funny or cute. They gave him the nickname. Yeah, it wasn't because a positive. It was a shitty thing to say about black people. I don't even like cheering for my team when it's black. <laughs> like, you're like, I like, come on, black, let's go. Like, right. I feel uncomfortable yelling that out. So. Right. Um, so when, what that's a lie. I love being on a black team. I love, come on, black, let's do it. We're black. We're really, really black. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not there anymore, Will. Well, that, it seems to have been demolished. Okay. Which, seems uh, to be. Which is good. At least in Wikipedia. Why did, they, why did they demolish it? Why did they just change the name of well, it? They wouldn't well, put up a cotton field. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, uh, okay, so on his Wikipedia page, let's learn something about Edward Stanley Brown. Edward Stanley Brown uh, was an Australian rugby league footballer. Yep, okay. Brown, an Anglo-Australian who was nicknamed the N-word because of his fair complexion or perhaps because of his shoe polish. <laughs> By the way, let's just linger for one second on the fact that there was a shoe polish called that. Yeah. Uh, became or the fact that that stuck out. That was the most that stuck out about him was his, his shoe polish. Right. Give me a break. Uh, that guy's got some great shoe polish. Okay. How many times do you think he went, I, no, that's not my nickname, man. Don't fucking call me that. Quite a bit, I would bet, I would imagine. He Why might you guys call it? me that? He might have liked, liked it. it. Yeah, he might have. I like the way you went on the Which other side of the page. Which makes him worse. <laughs> He was, a, he was a horrible racist. Does that come up? <laughs> the, no. no uh, the stand later became the subject of a book, The N-Word, One Man Stand, by Stephen Hagen, who campaigned for its removal. The stand was demolished in September 2008. The Toowoomba Sports Ground decided not to use the N nickname in future references to Brown. So so the victory from was From 2007. Where's Toowoomba? From 2008. It's like uh, North Queensland. It's Queensland. Not North Queensland. It's kind of... Mm, Queensland. Some place you'd expect this. Yeah, but no. No. Yeah, no it's <laughs> but if it was going to happen, you'd right. be like, yeah. Right. But in the, it's not surprising. Like, right. Yeah. 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 It's not like it was in, uh, you know, Brunswick Street Fitzroy. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was the conversation was how was should we should we use the name? Yeah. 
fuck it. They don't like it. Fuck them. They didn't realize the yeah, storm that, was, that it would cause. Right. Yeah, there was yeah. definitely a bit of that. What do, do you think? Do you think that uh, people over here think Australians are racist? Like, because that is a reputation that Australia carries a little bit to the world. Uh, I, I'll ask you guys first. And you travel to Australia a lot. Do you think that Australians are racist? Uh, I don't think Australians Any, are that racist. Right. But if you go, uh, like, to uh, um, South Africa and talk to Indians, they think Australians are racist. Right. They think, yeah. Cause, so do you think there's, they're racist, like, towards Indians when they come to Australia? Uh, I think like when, that, they go, when they go abroad, I, that's, what, that's uh, the kind of feeling I've right. got. Yeah. Yeah, and, oh, I, really? and I'm in South Africa, and I'm like, do you know anything about the South Africa? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it was weird. I remember them. I was with Dave uh, Thornton, and oh, yeah. yeah, somebody was mad at him because he was Australian, and Australians are racist. That's interesting. Yeah. What, what do you think? Do, do you get that? Like, is that something that you... Never, never was told that or, or had that association I don't think Americans at all. We don't think it at all, but we're also incredibly racist. Right. <laughs> yeah. One of us. One of us. Yeah. Uh, what do you think that people think that about us, Ash? Ah, uh, I think they they know that we'll go there. Like we've got. You want to hear some some racist jokes or whatever? Then they're probably going to know that we might have some. Right. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. You guys. Uh, <laughs> Hey, you looking for any racist jokes? <laughs> hey, where's that Australian fellow? <laughs> no, but like, you where's that guy with the nipples? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, and then you know, but but on the whole, no. What what do you, you think? Know, what do you think the people's impressions of Australians are? Because you are an Australian in a foreign city, so I bet you get all like you know people would give you the cliches. What are, what are the things that people talk to you about? What do people know about Australia? I uh, seriously, it's just all crocodile Dundee. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And Still, bring, right? They never bring up Yahoo series. Never bring up Yahoo series. Oh god, I bring up Yahoo series. Oh yeah, I get Yahoo a lot, but I think maybe that's a comedy circles thing. Because every time I go on a comedy those, podcast, you know who the Nelson like, twins are. Yeah. yeah. Why are they not doing a Yahoo series too where they're there is some His sons. Oh my right? god. I, it's, oh. it's there. Kickstarter. Kickstarter. See, I've, I've I've spoken about this on the show before, but I am tr- going to try to pitch a um, a Yahoo series uh, reality show like a Keeping Up with the Kardashians where right. we follow oh, the life of Yahoo god. Serious. Yeah. Uh, at the moment I'm thinking of calling it Surely You Can't Be Serious. <laughs> uh, uh, but, I you got to have you he's doing he's up to he's actually trying to sell something right does he is he a scientist now or something? No he's a no you're thinking of just when he played Albert Einstein No there's movie. something he's doing something like He's I, trying to sell a, a movie he's got a website which is fantastic because it looks like a website made by the first person who ever went on the internet. That's awesome. Yeah. It's it's really fun. He's a doctor now, Doctor Yahoo series. Is that what it is? Oh. Just had his sixtieth birthday. He's 60? just recently. Yep. He's Crazy. a gynecologist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the most racist thing that the most racist thing that I've ever been involved. In, I don't know if it was, I think it's racist. You guys can answer. Okay. This. Right. I was on one of those mining tours in Australia, uh-huh. and. Uh, in the middle of nowhere. Did you talking. go down the mines and uh, check out how they were doing their explosives? Uh, yeah, actually, you... I went down the mines and judged them. That's how you do that. Okay. You're so far behind you. Come on. <laughs> uh, um, but we stopped at a gas station and it was a restaurant and bar and all that. You know, in the middle of Australia, mm-hmm. we have those things that are all in one building and it's apparently a town. Um, but they had uh, huge blown up photos of uh, Aborigines in shackles and chains and stuff and I, and I couldn't figure out what was going on because there's something you should have seen in a museum right as in a, was, yeah, not in a roadhouse not in a roadhouse it was so bizarre 
And I was, it made me very uncomfortable. Like, I mean, if you saw it in the house of maybe a human rights lawyer. Yeah. And it was like, let us never forget that yeah. this once happened. Yeah, not next to the candy. Right. Wow. Yeah. Well, I was in... The worst thing I've ever encountered was I was in Georgia uh, doing a college tour. And uh, I had a few conversations about race then because I was... I didn't... I was experiencing it in the South for the first time. And it's just a different animal. And they're very like, yeah, we're just all upfront about it, so we're less racist than you. And I was like, okay, well, that's weird. So I was talking to this older guy once, and he, and he got mad at me, and he said, it's our God-given right to own black people. And I was like, what? Well, gotta go. What? Yeah. Like that. Why was he a- in college? <laughs> it's just weird that a guy that old would be in college. <laughs> right. I was in the town. Was he a time traveler? Like, there, there's, look, there's just a... There's, there's still just, people who... Yes, there's uh, a group that we have. We have racists when we have serious. Yeah, but there's a difference racists. between like being a racist, being like yeah, because there's levels of racism. Obviously, there's people sure. who are like you know Asian people can't drive, or there's you know uh, black people who are all good at sports. Like you know r- racism that still kind of you think still I don't exists. Know, I think or you just did two truths. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. But that, it, like, thinking you, you have oh, the God-given right to own another person is, was, like, a whole different whole level, level of... Yeah, yeah it's it was fucking level. insane. Like, it makes the guy going, Asians can't drive. You're like, fuck, man. You yeah, are not hardcore at all. No, you, I was gotta, like... I remember I was drinking a Pepsi, and I would just kind of, like... I remember just kind of, like, spit it out and just, like, walk away. Like, I don't know what's happening right now. Oh, my God. He was old, though? He's, like, 40s. What? I mean, what? look, look, there are, there are guys who, who live out in the middle of nowhere... And and they live in trailers. Yeah, but they and their lives even... are miserable, and they're and they're like stuck in this time and this place. And they're religious, and so they tie everything into religion, and they wrap it up in a big bow. Sure, you know. So that's what he was doing. Wow. And yeah. I get offended by the Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> I, I mean, I think because you've never heard of a blooming onion. That's the closest <laughs> I've ever gone to experiencing racism. Have you been to the? Have you heard? Do you know what this is? I know the ad. Right. I've heard the the radio and the TV version of the ad. Right. It's way off. What's anything. It's right. A, it's an American guy doing the ad. It's an American yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. It's it's an American company. Yeah. It's all. It has no connection us. to Australia. Yeah. At all. No. And you guys aren't. It's, you guys are white, so it's not like you can get offended by us doing crazy cartoonish characters of you. Right? It's not like we're going to be like, whatever, it's not racist. They're just a wacky people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you are a cartoonish people. <laughs> I mean, let's not kid ourselves. Your yeah. accents are delightful. What does that mean? Yahoo. It, mean, it means you, you... Okay, here's the problem with America. 7% of Americans have traveled outside of America. Yeah. And that includes going to Canada and Mexico. So now you get it down to like 4% that have actually got on a fucking plane. So we just don't travel. We don't need to. Our country's so huge, you can go see all right. this different shit. Yeah. Whereas Australians are the most traveled people in the world. Right. For the complete reason that if you want to go anywhere, you have to go to the island, you're gone for at least four months. Right. <laughs> like nobody in Australia yeah. is gone for a three-day holiday. Well, people don't ever. realize this because the Ashes cricket is on at the moment, yeah. right? Which is in England. It's our big, like, you know, uh-huh. we play England in this big cricket match. In the old days, because this has been going on for like a hundred years... In the old days, they would leave on a boat and yeah. they would be on a boat for six months <laughs> to go and play cricket, like in England. They would be on a boat Half of them died for from six s- months. Well, we lost, we lost our captain to scurvy. Right. <laughs> uh, so, you know, so we don't travel, so, so it's not like... 
it's not like like we get what Canada is. We know all about Canada because right. Canada's right there, and we can really see how the culture works and what what they're doing up there. But so Australia is just like this mythical place that no one really goes to, but we know about from shitty movie characters. Right. Like yeah. you really don't. We there is. What have you seen that here in America that really shows you what Australia is? Nothing. Ooh. Will. No, nothing. <laughs> absolutely nothing. No, you're absolutely right, though. So we but, make it up. Yeah. And our version of making it up is, the is a shitty and version Amer- of Sizzler. Most Americans don't even know there's a difference between Austria and Australia. No. Oh, oh yeah, it happens all the time. They don't They don't. You would know. be surprised how many how many Americans think that Arnold Schwarzenegger is from Australia. Yeah, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, we're that, really dumb people. On that note, I think we should uh, finish up. It's been uh, delightful. Uh, Dave Anthony, people can find you on Twitter at Dave Anthony. Mm-hmm. They can listen to your podcast, The Dollop. They can listen to Walking the Room. Yep. LA Podcast Festival, you're going to be doing the first ever live faux fop. That'll be fun. Yep. October 4 through 6, you can get tickets at LAPodfest.com. Ian Bag, where can people find you? At Dave Anthony's websites. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, just hanging out. Just hanging out. Uh, I, I am at at Ian Bag on Twitter, I A N B A G G, and then it's at the Ian Bag Show on Twitter, and it's uh, you find that on iTunes or theianbagshow.com. And you're coming to Australia again. I'm going to Australia in September. I will be uh, at the uh, at the uh, Comedy Store, Sydney Comedy Store. Yeah, yeah. Best venue in Australia. Best venue ever. It's That's it's brilliant. Yeah. And uh, Ash, what about you, mate? Where can people find you? Twitter. Was that nipples? Nipples. Yeah, nipples. nipples. <laughs> well, you can if you're in West Hollywood. Right to me. Like, uh, <laughs> right to me. <laughs> he wasn't even here for the postcard. I know. I'll send him a postcard. <laughs> we were talking about postcards. Oh right. Um, but it's uh, at Ash Williams one. Okay. And then was there another Ash Williams? Yeah, the yeah. bloody Evil Dead character. Oh right. Yeah. So you've you've yeah. actually. I didn't know that Ash from Evil Dead's last name was Williams. Yes. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, he's a dog. He's taking all the good. Domain oh, names and everything. Holy oh. shit. How can you change that? What do you got to do? You got to get bigger. You got to travel back no, in I think, time. I think what you do is right. you go back into Australian folklore around 2000, 2007, 2008, <laughs> and you add the word nigger to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You can find me at Ash N Word Williams on Twitter. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the podcast that iTunes won't put up. Oh, I know. Uh, anyway, um, so they can find you on Twitter. Where else can they find you? Anywhere. Ash, Ash Williams, got a website. Just, just Google. I'm there. Beautiful. Thanks so much, guys. Much appreciated, Dave. Full frapped.